Hey, what's up, Lions Nation? It is me, Andy Souls, one of the hosts of We Are Lions Nation podcast. Just want to remind everybody, make sure you're checking out the We Are Lions Nation Facebook page. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. The podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and all those podcast listening platforms. Make sure you're tuning in. One pride. Let's go Lions. We are Lions Nation. Hosted by Andy Souls, Logan Erickson, and Mike Birch. What's up, Lions Nation? Welcome to the newest episode of We Are Lions Nation, the pregame show for the Lions' upcoming matchup with the Colts. I am Andy Souls, feeling excellent as always. And joining me tonight, of course, is my co-host, Mr. Logan Erickson. What's up, Logan? Hey, not much. How's it going, Andy? Not too bad, not too bad. Getting ready for the game Sunday, getting excited. But I want to let everybody know I'm super excited for tonight's episode because – I got a guy on here that I've been wanting to get on the show for uh, for quite some time now. He's a member of the Detroit Sports Alliance. You can also find him on the Die Hard Den podcast and Detroit Lions on the Prowl. My man, Kurt Steele. Kurt, what's up? Thanks for joining us tonight. Not a problem. What up, dude? Hey, man, it's good to be on We Are Alliance Nation, man. I am honored to be here. Yeah, we're well, glad we to have you. Exactly. This is something that I've been wanting to get done for a while, so I'm really excited that you were able to come aboard tonight. I know you're a busy, busy man. Hey, man. I ain't nothing like to take out a uh, take out a little bit of time to to be on another Detroit Lions podcast. It's always time to talk Detroit Lions, brother. Absolutely. <laughs> so we, you know, we're gonna go ahead and get her started with the, you know, of course, our news portion of the show. And you know, I didn't see a lot out there. Uh, today, but one thing I did like that I've been hoping for for quite some time. Uh, it looks like the Lions are going to host uh, 500 fans for the Colts games. Um, it looks like it's going to be just family members and friends, but still something really awesome. Logan, what are your thoughts? Lions finally getting some people in the stands. Yes, yeah, going to be nice to see actual people in the stands other than cardboard cutouts. <laughs> but what do you think, Kurt? Are you excited to get some fans in the stands? Yeah, man, it's um. I said it earlier on our show today with uh with Jim as it's the friends and family. We're looking like old school long distance plans where we're gonna have some friends and family in the stands. So you gotta you know five hundred people. Hey, that's that's good. You know, it's a start, and hopefully we can get this COVID thing under control, and by the end of the season have some uh a normal amount of fans. I won't say the full a uh, full stadium, but you know at least a good amount of fans in there. It helps. Uh, with the team, you know, that, that home field advantage in that crowd, especially, you know, we get that loud down at the goal line, causing those false starts, you know, and those uh, offsides. So I like that, having the fans in the stands. Yeah, me too. It's something that I've been hoping for even just a little bit at a time, and it looks like hopefully the Lions are going to start doing that. You know, maybe this is a trial thing to see how it goes. Um, but, yeah, really excited about that. And I want to remind everyone, too, real quick, before we get on to the breakdown, uh, just make sure you're checking out the We Are Lions Nation Facebook page. Uh, where if you want to get all the updates, the most up-to-date information about the podcast, you're going to want to check out the page. 
go ahead, join the page. Uh, once you're a member, you know, you can participate in the We Are Lions Nation poll question of the day, which is, um, you know, we share that on every episode and we break that down as well. So we love the participation. And you can check us out on Instagram and Twitter as well. And then also just make sure you check out all those major platform listening, you know, for podcasting like Google Podcasts, Anchor Podcasting, uh, Spotify, things like that. You can find us there too. Now we're going to go ahead and move on to the next segment of the show, which we like to call the breakdown. We're going to go ahead and just break down our thoughts on the game, uh, run through the injury report and um, go from there. So Logan, what do you have as far as we'll start with you with the injury report? I know you did some uh, for the Colts injury report. What do you got? It looks like uh, most of the people on the injury report for the Colts is non-injury related. So there's only a couple people really hurt which would be Mo Alley-Cox, their tight end. Uh, he's dealing with a knee knee issue. Looks like he did not participate Wednesday, but he had limited practice yesterday and today. We also have uh, Ryan Kelly, the center, uh, had limited practice on Wednesday, did not practice yesterday or today. Then we have Chaz Green with a back, full participant all week. And Darius Leonard, linebacker, groin, limited practice, full practice, full practice. So doesn't look like too much, but their center is going to kind of hurt Phillip Rivers not having his normal center in there if he does not play Sunday. Yeah, that sounds like to me that's the only, you know, big issue as far as the injury report for the Colts. Is that what you're thinking too, Kurt? Yeah, that center makes a, a big difference. Having this, having your center or a guy that you take your normal reps from is a uh, really a luxury for a quarterback. It's what's that security blanket, so you know you have the guy snapping the ball to you that you're used to. So uh, it's just like a couple of weeks ago when we thought Fred Ragnar was going to go down, and you know we were in a kind of a panic as a Lions uh, as Lions Nation. So I can understand that they're in a panic right now over there in Indy. Yeah, yeah, and it, that especially with the you know the Lions up front on defense definitely improving, especially in the middle. Um, you know, you got big boy Shelton in there, so that could that could be a major factor for the Colts. As far as the Lion goes, Lions go, uh, linebacker Maben, he's um, it's not an injury related, but he didn't practice. He is questionable. I'm not sure what what's going on with him as far as what it is that he's you know got going on, but. Um, uh, the, I think probably one of the bigger names uh, was the offensive tackle, tackle Taylor Decker, uh, nursing a shoulder. He did not practice, and he is listed as questionable um, for the latest report that I've seen. You got cornerback uh, Roberts' uh, groin leg. He is was limited and is questionable. Trufant did come back to a limited uh, practice, so he did practice. Um, but it's still listed as questionable. Adrian Peterson had something going on with his abdomen, but he was a full participant in practice, so uh, nothing to worry about as far as AP goes. Uh, Logan, what do you think, man? What, any Anybody big stick out there? I'm thinking Taylor Decker probably is one of the bigger names there that, that could really put a put a damper on the offensive line. Yeah, he's Stafford's blind side. You got to protect Stafford's blind side. Quarterback gets hit in the blind side and – it could be detrimental to a season if your quarterback goes down because of lack of protection on that left side. 
So, yeah, that's a definite uh, big injury. Kind of expected Trufant probably not playing another week. Hamstrings can kind of nag on players sometimes. And I guess we'll see. What about you, Kurt? Uh, anybody really stick out there to you? Yeah, that Decker is. Um, Trufant can, uh, to me, and, and Trufant can stay on the injury report. He can stay uh, getting healed. He hasn't really done anything this season, in my opinion. Um, he hasn't really impressed me yet this year. So if he needs to heal up uh, until uh, week 18, I'm fine with that. Uh, for, yeah. <laughs> for for uh, Taylor Decker, uh, is really going to test the depth of our offensive line. Now, if he can't go, um, Big V has played left tackle. So we have yeah. a couple of guys that can fit in the tackle position. So you can put Big V over there at left tackle. Uh, depends on how, how his foot is doing. And then you can fill in Jonah Jackson and uh, Dahl at the guard positions. And then you can keep Co uh, Crosby out there at right tackle. So, you know, we have some options if Taylor Jenkins can't go. But it is going to test the depth of that offensive line. But Hank Fraley has done a good job all season of rotating those guys in and out, even with the injuries or with the dehydration like we had down in Jacksonville. So I'm not overly concerned, but it is a big concern because that blind side is definitely a big issue for a right-handed quarterback like uh, Matthew Stafford. Yes. Yeah, and that's an excellent point uh, that you both make with the blind side there. Good. Yeah, and Taylor Decker, you know, it's going to be – it's gonna, it's not going to be great if he's not in, but like you said, Kurt, it, there's definitely other options and other ways to, you know, work around that. And I think they have the – you know, players to do that as well. Uh, Logan, it's time for your uh, face the stats. What do you what do you got for us today? So we got the Lions 22nd ranked offense going against the second ranked defense this Sunday. And it looks like the Lions defense is ranked 22nd. Colts offense is ranked 17th. So, I mean, stats don't always matter. Any given Sunday, any team can win. But that Colts defense so far this year is looking really nasty, so it kind of concerns me with Matt Stafford this Sunday. What do you think, Kurt, just based on, you know, the number two defense well, um, in the league right now? What do you, How I, do you I'm, think they're going to be I'm able not, to handle I'm that? I'm not really convinced, though. If you look at the teams that they really beat and beat up, those are the, some of the teams that we beat as well. I mean, Jacksonville, um, you know, they've 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 beat some pretty lowly teams just as we have. So I'm not really too overly concerned. I think that it will be a challenge. We have strength on strength. I believe our offense is better than their offense and their defense is better than our defense. So you're gonna put strength on strength. So it's gonna be a interesting matchup. I think that we have some advantages on our defense as well. If we can keep pressuring Phillip Rivers and he's a turnover machine. He has seven touchdowns, but he mm -hmm. has six interceptions. Uh, and he has a propensity to turn the ball over in the red zone. So I think that if we keep that pressure on him and, and keep uh, that running back, Jonathan Taylor, at bay, it could be an interesting game. Yeah, I I, I agree with both. I, Logan, I like – and I mentioned this in the last episode uh, when people were referring to, you know, the records as being a way to tell if a team's going to win or lose – 
you know, based on what we've seen all season long, I don't think you can base the games off of the records. I mean, maybe for some teams, but not all of them. We beat Atlanta last week, and then Thursday night they went out and played a really good game and won. So, I mean, it really just going to go to week to week to see. And I think we have a good enough team to match up with that Colts defense. So, you know, I'm not too worried about it myself. And that kind of runs into the the We Are Lions Nation poll question uh, for the day, which was basically because I've seen a lot on social media about this being a statement game for the Lions. And that was basically my question was, do you think that this is a statement game, you know, against the Colts? And there, a lot of people said yes, uh, the majority, 18-plus uh, votes for yes, and only two two people said no. I just want to share a couple couple comments from the poll question. Uh, Dustin Kuntz writes, absolutely. The Colts, in my opinion, have the second-best defense this year. If the Lions pull it off, it would be a huge boot. Uh, Kale Summon said, it was a statement game with an explanation point. We are healthy on offense and their defense is good. If we can stop their running game, we got this. That's almost exactly what you just said, Kurt. And Mark Fields, it's a statement. It is a statement game. And so what type of team that the Lions are, are they uh, super competitive or are they only competitive against halfway decent teams? So those are just a few of the comments that I pulled out that I like to wanted to share. Uh, Kurt, where were you at as far as yes or no? Is is this a statement game for Detroit? I believe it is. Um, it is because we can put ourselves uh, deeply. No, I won't say deeply. We can get ourselves a solidified spot in a playoff hunt, and it will go a long way into getting us above five hundred at the halfway mark. I did pick the Lions to have go five and three at the halfway mark. So I think we can win this game. And not, it's not the Kool-Aid that I'm drinking, but I'm looking at uh, strength versus strength. <laughs> and I think it's a statement game. And I think that the Lions are playing better and they're going to make a big statement on Sunday. Yeah. Logan, what do you think? Statement game or not? Yeah, I believe it is. You know, the way the Colts have been playing against teams this year, they're winning team. So nobody can say that, oh, we can only be losing teams. I'm tired of hearing that. Uh, And actually, the Colts' offense, they're worse in running than they are in passing. So on that one comment, uh, I would be more worried about Phillip Rivers than their running backs. But Taylor is a threat. He's more of a threat in the pass game, though, I believe. Yeah, and I was a a yes on this one as well, Um, just based on the fact, kind of like just what you were saying, Logan. It's one of those things where I almost want them to win this game just so the people that keep saying the things that they're saying, you know, won't have to say that stuff anymore. I, I regardless of how what the records are, the teams that we played, we've played well. You know, I think you know, especially the last few weeks, things have definitely changed in. Yeah, so I'm on the yes board on that, and I want to thank uh, everybody that participated in the We Are Lions Nation poll question. Um, we love it. We love having your guys' participation and sharing your comments and thoughts. Now, we are going to, you know, just talk about uh, what we think is what we think uh, is going to happen in the game, uh, any expectations. Logan, just talking just the game itself, what, what are your thoughts on the game, the matchup? Uh, as far as – 
in general? Just in general. Um, I think if the Lions come out, they punch them in the mouth, they play aggressive, I think we have a good chance of fighting a tight game and winning it at the end. Kurt? Yeah, that's that was my thoughts. Um, I really want it to be that kind of uh, the return of the cardiac cats, like I say, like I've said before. Like, I like, you know, it doesn't have to be pretty, but I want us to win at the end. I think the special teams is going to be a good matchup between our special teams and their special teams, and I think that Prater can go ahead and win it at Ford Field. Um, but I think that really the matchup itself, like I said, you have strength on strength, uh, good defense versus good offense. I think uh, it's going to be a, where you can exploit the matchups, and I think that we have some matchups that we can exploit on the offensive side. And the defense, as long as we keep playing aggressive and, and keep uh, Philip Rivers guessing all game, I think that we have a, a, the chance to win this game on Sunday. Well, one thing I do know, and I think I, I may have read this earlier, from what it sounded like, it sounded like the Colts had a pretty good defense as far as tight ends go. Um, so Hawkinson could be in for for a pretty rough game if, if what I was reading is correct, which, you know, maybe that'll open up things, other things, you know, but maybe if we can establish the run, uh, that'll help open up things for Hawkinson. But um, so that'll be something to watch for to see if Hawkinson can still uh, get involved. He's, Hawkinson is awesome, so I don't have any doubts that he's he's going to make some plays, but it'll be tough to see if that defense really does, you know, shut him down for Stafford. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, All right. I understand what you're saying. I, I get it. Um, I think that – I think the one player that I'm looking for is Marvin Jones. And the reason why I say that is that the guy that's going to be probably matched up against him, he has a – pretty good record against him. He He's kind of torched him when he was up in Minnesota, and that's Xavier Rhodes. Uh, he has a tough time with uh, with Marvin Jones. Mm. Marvin Jones, you know, yeah, he's yeah. got that, you know, long reach. He's, he's, he's underrated. He's very underrated. He has a good catch radius. He goes up and attacks the ball. So I think that he can make some big plays in a passing game. I believe so, too, and I don't think we've seen enough out of him. I think he's got a lot more left in his tank. A lot of people say he fell off this year compared to last year. Can't really compare the two. Last year, Stafford was hurt, obviously, throughout the first couple games. And, yeah, I, I'd i like to see Marvin Jones have a big game. I have him on my fantasy team. I've been waiting for him. <laughs> yeah, I got the other end on my fantasy team with Kenny Galladay. So, uh, that's been helping out a lot, but yeah, it'll be nice to see both because I believe uh, was it last year um, they were the two top wideouts, those that that duo. Um, so I would like to see that fired back up again. You know, it, it'd be really good to see Jones start getting back involved. And that kind of brings us over to the next segment, uh, which is the in the zone player. Um, so basically, everybody will just we'll just take a take a turn and let everybody know who our in the zone players are. Logan, who do you got? Or you're in the zone player for this this matchup. Romeo Aquara. I think he'll get a couple sacks and a handful of tackles in this game. He's been a big key. And I think he's going to get some more pressure. 
this weekend on Phillip Rivers and make him real uncomfortable back there. I like that pick. I pretty much went the same same way. Uh, went with Trey Flowers. I think it's time for Trey Flowers to really get a good big game. Uh, I said two sacks, you know, multiple tackles as well for Trey Flowers. But I think it's time we see him really really make an impact, especially with the the middle of that defensive line stepping up the way it has been. I think that's just going to open it up for those guys on the outside. Uh, even Everson Griffith when he comes in. Um, so Trey Flowers is my uh, in-the-zone player for this week. Uh, Kurt, who do you have for your in-the-zone player? I just I just mentioned him. I think it's going to be Marvin Jones. Um, I think with the attention that's going to be uh, paid to uh, Kenny Galladay and TJ Hawkinson, it's going to give him a chance because he's going to have some one-on-one coverage. You know, they're going to be rolling the coverage over to Galladay and to Hawkinson. So he's going to have some one-on-one coverage, and he's going to have a chance to really get in the zone and make some big plays on Sunday. Awesome. Well, I love both of those picks. Definitely like them both. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and remind everybody, get on our Facebook, We Are Lions Nation page. Uh, That's where you're going to find all the information on this podcast. Also follow us on Instagram, Twitter. We thank all of you for being a part of We Are Lions Nation, listening on the podcast. And you can find us on any uh, big podcast, Spotify, Apple Cast, Samsung Cast. You can find us everywhere. So just go ahead and look us up uh, if you haven't heard of us. Thanks. That is right, Logan. Thank you so much. And now it is time for the We Are Lions Nation keys to victory. Uh, Kurt, I'm going to start with you, my man. Uh, what would you have for your keys to victory for defense keys and to offense? And offense, keep pressuring Phillip Rivers and cause some turnovers. Fumble, interception, doesn't matter. Win a turnover battle, and you're going to uh, win the game on the defensive side of the ball. On the offense, play aggressive. Keep the balance in the run game and the pass game. Uh, use some play action. Utilize the weapons that you have. I'd like to see some more DeAndre Swift and definitely some Marvin Jones in this game. So and exploit your matchups. You know, you're going to have some uh, where, like uh, I said, Marvin Jones can eat. And another person that, that may be, uh, a, a, um, be rewarded from the coverage rolling to the two big targets of Galladay and Hawkinson is Danny Amendola. He can definitely get some yes. good catches and, and you know some some uh, get some good yardage in that slot role coming up this week. So those are my keys to the game: keep pressuring Philip Rivers, turn the ball over, and control the ball on offense, and keep Rivers on the sidelines. Love it. And Logan, what do you got? For uh, offense, run ball effectively. Do not turn the ball over. Protect Stafford. That left side of that offensive line without Taylor Decker, possibly this Sunday, is going to be detrimental, especially going against a pro bowler in Justin Houston, which just reeks backfield. So that's for the uh, offense there. And on the defense, we got to keep pressure on Rivers, just like you said, Kurt. We got to play our man coverage. We got to play zone, mix it up, keep Rivers guessing, keep him on the sideline like you said, Kurt. You know, we just got to play a good four quarters of football. Yeah, 
and I think it, it's crazy because we all uh, went with pressure and rivers for your for defensive keys to the game. And for me, it's you know just watching. I don't think I've ever thought Rivers was a very good quarterback, and he's very sloppy even without pressure. So getting pressure on him, it it could be a turnover fest for the Lions. Um, so that's why I went with that. And then on on offense, just no turnovers, and you know, and I, I want to bring up something that you mentioned, Kurt, uh, on your show that I didn't know until I watched your show earlier, um, that the Lions have not fumbled the ball at all this year, so that falls into the no turnovers. You know, keep that going, and then just manage the game, like you said, Logan. Keep keep Philippers off the field. Let's manage that game and come out with the victory. Now for the uh, next segment of the show, we have the Who You Got segment. Um, Kurt, I'm going to start with you. Who you got? Lions, Lions Colts, what do you got? Going to win the game. My prediction is the Lions 33, Colts 30. Comes down to a pretty field. Comes out to a pretty field. Yep, pretty field. 33 to 30? <laughs> All right, Logan? I got a similar result, but a different score. I got the Lions winning 24-21 with a Prater field goal at the end. <laughs> even the, you even have it how it's going to end. Yeah, I um, literally had the same thing. That's amazing. I, I didn't go too crazy this week because last week uh, I didn't. I wasn't even close. So uh, I got the Lions winning, of course, and I got them winning 28-17 uh, over the Colts. You know, I didn't think of how. Let me think here of a scenario. I'm going to say uh, Lions win it. With DeAndre Swift scoring a touchdown, that's, what, that's how it. I'm he's going my, with he's it. My fantasy running back, um, so I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, me too. I got him too. Uh, I've been watching. I've been waiting for him to just explode, and I think he's finally getting in that direction. Uh, so we are going to move on to the final segment of the show, which is the final word. We're just going to go ahead and give us give a final word for the show. Uh, I'll go ahead and start this one. Well, well, Logan, why don't you start that final word this time? I just got one final word to say. Lions just go out there, like I said, give Phillip Rivers hell out there on the field, and you'll win the game. He is bad under pressure over his whole career. Hit him. Get him. Even get into his face, even if you can just pop him at the end of a play. Just put pressure on the guy. Amen. Kurt, you got a final hey, word for the episode all, tonight, my man? Thank you again for having me on the show. Uh, my final uh, thoughts on the game on Sunday. Um, yeah, just keep some pressure on Phillip Rivers. I would say I would say pop him. Don't talk to him, though. That dude's a, he's a mad trash talker, and that gets him motivated. <laughs> so you, you, can, you can pop him, just don't say that <laughs> to him. <laughs> you know, just yeah. Yeah, don't, don't wake the sleeping I've giant. You know what I'm saying? Just, this this give him some love taps and keep your mouth closed. You know what I'm saying? So that'll probably make him even more more pissed off if you <laughs> that don't say that. He's a mad trash talker. Him. So um, that's one thing I do like about him. He's a he's a he's a mad trash talker. Um, but I think it's it's a game that the Lions can win, and I, I don't think they really um scare me. You look at their record now. Now record doesn't tell everything, but you like I say, you look at some of the teams that they beat. Um, and some of the teams they've lost to at four and two, and it's like, okay, you know, I'm not saying that they're a bad team because they're a good team, but I, I just think that we have enough weapons to match up with them, and that's my that's my point. 
Um, I think it's going to be a good matchup. I'm excited for Absolutely. the game. Absolutely. And uh, go Lions, always. Yeah, go Lions. For me, uh, final word for the episode, uh, you know, just Lions, just keep playing the same ball you've been playing. Uh, you know, don't change things up. But I want to, I want to, want them to stay. But when I say that, I just basically mean, you know, let's not go off course from what we're doing right now because what we're doing is working. So let's stay on that track. Let's keep playing ball. Uh, thank you so much, Kurt, for joining us tonight. Uh, it's been yeah. it's been an honor yeah. having you on. You know, and yeah, you know, we definitely hope to get. Hope we can do that again yeah, uh, don't, very don't soon get, in the uh, future. Listeners, go out there and check out the Die Hard Dan podcast. Uh, we're on the the um, the major podcast platforms as well. And if you have a Echo Show, just say Alexa, put the Die Hard Dan on Apple Podcasts, and you'll get our show. And definitely check out our YouTube channel. And <laughs> you can check me and my man Jim Bordeaux over at Detroit Lions on the Prowl on YouTube as well. And go to DetroitSportsAlliance.com for all your Detroit sports needs. Absolutely, absolutely. There, Kurt's got a, a awesome, awesome things going. I enjoy listening and watching your shows. Yeah, I do too. And you know, for for Logan Erickson, I am Andy Souls, and thank you all for listening to tonight's episode. One pride. Let's go, line. One pride. This has been We Are Lions Nation. Podcast available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Bullhorn, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic, and Google Podcasts. For all the updated information on the We Are Lions Nation podcast, please join the We Are Lions Nation Facebook page.